This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you over 20 years experience and also with me the one and only from Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. All right, we got through the holidays so far. Well, most of it. Here we go. We're right on the edge of Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's hard to believe it's here. Hard to believe we're saying goodbye to 2023. Yep. Uh, in some cases, uh, it's a good thing to say goodbye to a, <laughs> a challenging year. Um, you know, uh, we, as I said to uh, everybody in the branch, I just said a thank you, and I said, you know, thanks for navigating through a challenging year and i think that was the best way to put it <laughs> it was kind of a wild ride it was like um terry i don't know about you but my favorite ride of all times is space mountain at walt disney world and when okay. i was about three or four years old or so if you remember they had the capsule little things with the nose cone on the front and my dad held me in the front remember back in the days they didn't have really good seat belts back in the 70s and everything and uh, by the end of the ride, I found myself, he lost me, like he like lost, I went sliding down all the way into the front of it. Really? I sure did. He had to pull me out of there, he said. And uh, so I, rem I was thinking about that, how when we say navigating through and the end of the ride of this year, and then that song, na-na-na-na, hey, goodbye. So I'm pretty sure I was crying by the end. I'm pretty sure I didn't want to go on the ride ever again from what my dad had kind of told me. So I don't know if we want to go through this year again, 2023, but uh, I don't know how you could sum it up in one world. I'm just going to say it was wild. I'd say challenging. That's challenging. my that's my word. That's my word for 2023. Your word is challenging, wild. What is your word? Send it to us. Terry, we want to thank all of our awesome listeners and everybody and, and um, for this year. And, of course, all the great questions and things that everybody gives to us. And also a big shout-out to two big things. Number one, um, our new sponsor here for Community Title Network here in Frederick and all over Maryland and everywhere like that, Miss Meg Goller and Company. And so they're going to be at the end of our programs now, and you'll be able to get all their information as well. I do want to say thank you to uh, Lawyer Signature Settlements, Katrina and her gang over there. We still love them. We're still going to use them. They're awesome, and uh, they've been a great help to so many of our clients as well. And um, so we switch things up every so often, and that's a good thing, right? And also Connie Phillips over at Connie Phillips Insurance here in Frederick, who's done my insurance for almost 20 years, who is amazing. And if you'd like to get some awesome free quotes, check out things. She has so much wealth of information and knowledge to be able to save you money, making sure you have the best things in place for your life, whether it's auto insurance, homeowners, you name it, she's got it. And I just saw her at Dutch's daughter, her and Carl this last week. Wonderful people who I love dearly. Great friends. Always sends me Christmas cookies. By the way, I did get those at my house and all kinds of goodies. And so Connie has been amazing as well. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Connie Phillips Insurance here in Frederick as well. So anybody you want to shout out to, Terry, at the end of the year here? I just think everybody at Presidential, my whole just group that we have um they're awesome yeah they're great they're awesome they're uh, a lot of them have been with me for over 20 years Lori mongold mark wharton uh, mike bradley's up to 20 
John Flieger. Like, everybody is just Larry Grimm. I can go on and on and on, but those guys have been with me for 15-plus years. Um, and uh, it, it's just a great group I have over there, so thanks to to everybody over there uh, that that uh, calls presidential home. That's it. You guys get her done. So thank you to everybody supporting them and continue on. So next week, Terry, we got a special treat. Before we get into mortgage updates and the year-end summaries and ideas and things that's going to be really important, um, we definitely want to say uh, tune in next week. Uh, appraiser Kenny McLean. He's been with us before. He's going to be back again, and he's going to be um, giving us the latest and greatest uh, summary on this year from his point of view and what he's experienced and also into next year, his predictions. So make sure Saturday, January the 6th, Next week, make sure that you tune on in as well. We are going to have Kenny McLean here, one and only, bringing you all the data from an appraiser's point of view for our area. So, all right, let's get into it. You're in summary. Mortgages, tell us what you've—give us your thoughts. Give us, give us, give us, give it. Bring it on, bring it on. So, so let's talk a little bit about what happened in the last year. Uh, we all know that we came into the year with high hopes that things were going to be— you know, rates may go up gradually. They obviously didn't. Uh, middle of the year, they shot up like a rocket. They went from, you know... Uh, it was about five, four and a half, five? It, it, it was... Well, we started out the year in the fives. Yep. And basically shot up into the eights. Yeah. So the, average, so the average rate for the whole year... Now, this is the whole year. All right. Was 6.79%. All right. Okay. And now, we're a tiny below that now, aren't we? Just a little bit? Uh, we're... Smidgen? No, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're about six point seven five. So so right now we're at about the average. All right. So so let's talk about where does that kind of fall in, you know, wh where does that make sense or what's going on with the mortgage rates? Let's think about the last fifty years. We're just going to do the last fifty years, just to give you kind of an idea on where we've been over the last fifty years. And that'll kind of justify the 6.79% average that we had in 2023. So the highest average has been 18.6% in 1981. 81. Okay? That, that's, a, that's a tough, tough rate to swallow. They went as high as 21, 22, but, but the average was 18.63% There you go. in 1981. Over the past 50 years, rates only dropped below 5% for the first time in 2009. Yeah. So in 2009, what do we know about 2009? We had that tremendous real estate crash in 2006, 2007, 2008 that I talk about. So for the first time, rates dropped below 5% for the first time. And that's because the feds were aggressively lowering target rates to help offset the disaster that was happening in the financial markets, the Great Recession, as they say, of 2007. Rates dipped below 4% for the first time in 2011. What was going on there? We were still recovering from this recession. Yeah, we were. You know, we were trying to get people back on their feet. We had an incredible amount of foreclosures. And then for the first time due to COVID, Rates dropped below 3%. Yep. Okay. So all these low rates that we've been experiencing has only been the last 15 years. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. Last 14 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's been 
wow, you know, these rates are so high. No, these rates are actually pretty average, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So let's take a look um, at some of the things. Uh, the lowest weekly rate in 30 years between 1972 and 2001. What do you think it was? This is the lowest rates ever got from 2000, from 1972 to 2001. Uh, from 1972 to 2001, the lowest rates had ever gotten to be, I'm going to say, was 6%. 6.45%. 6 6.45. Unbelievable. Uh, so it's putting it all into, yeah. hey, this isn't that bad of a rate, right? Yeah, we're back to the average of that time period. We, we, so, so we're in that average. So that's something that when you look at it, you're like, wow, that— that kind of sums things up. And that occurred in 2001. So from 1972 until November of 2001, rates never went below 6.45%. Okay. The weekly average for mortgages uh, were at 7% back in August. This is the weekly. And it hadn't been there since November of 22. So what we've kind of do is we've kind of looked at settling down to where rates mm -hmm. should be and, and what normal rates are. We just got there a lot quicker, and we kind of got the rug pulled out from under us. So that's why it was such a challenging year is people dealing with these high interest rates and so forth. So let's take a look at some of the averages, okay? Give me a year from 72, from 73 on. 1979, the year where my Pittsburgh Pirates, where I was born, was in the World Series. 11.2%. Wow, we were still above 10. Still above 10. My first loan, 1986. Yeah, what was your first loan? How much was that interest? Nine and a half percent. Nine and a half. 1986. The wow. average that year was 10.1%, 10.2%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 1986. Um... 1988, the year I got married, 10.34%. That's it. We're still in double digits. Still in double digits. I'm in digits. high school, and it was double digits. Didn't know it was going on. We were building homes back then, um, and so that I just knew we were building homes. I didn't know anything back in high school about interest rates and how high they were or low they were or what was what. So that's good to know. Yeah. So basically um, what we're taking a look at is rates at 6.79% is really not that big of a, a dramatic change. It's not that huge or anything that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing so, unusual now. So next I'm going to say, well, what's the prediction for, what's my prediction? My prediction is we are going into a general election. Yep. We are going into a presidential election. Rates usually come down. We've seen them go from eight and a quarter down to six and three quarters, right? So what I think that we're going to see is we're going to see stability in the spring because that demand's going to come roaring back now that rates are down a little bit, now that rates are average, okay? And what we're going to see is we're going to see the demand come roaring back. Yep. Rates, I believe, are going to stay steady. I think inflation is going to continue to stay under control. And I think we're going to see rates drop as we get closer to the election next fall. And we might get into the fives is kind of what I'm thinking Ooh. that we'll take a look at. And that will be hopefully the new norm for the next couple of years is 
is 5%, maybe four and three quarters, but I don't see it going below 5% because remember what I said just three minutes ago was rates never were below 5% yeah. until, what was that, 19... 19- 2009. Rates were never Never below below 5% until 2009. So I don't see there being a reason for them to go below 5% again. I think if we see, Terry, I think if everybody in our listeners would agree, if we see rates this year go below 5%, that is going to cause, I would hope, a lot of questions about something bigger going on besides that. Something else would be triggering that. Um, but I uh, do you think, though, that we're going to go above 7% this year? I don't think we will. Okay. If we do, I think it'll be temporarily. Okay. Temporary. Te- yep. Tempor- temporary. Yep. Temporary. It would just be um, a blurp on the screen, hopefully, if that ever happens. Yeah. So I think I think rates are going to be under 7, um, but I definitely don't see them going back down below 5. And this kind of solidified what I my thinking Mm-hmm. Uh, is what I just read about the 5% for the first time in 2009. I still think the number is 5.5. If we could just keep rates at 5.5, it's just calm waters, nothing crazy high, nothing low, and everything just kind of fits into a place. But um, I could be wrong, but I've always thought 5.5 seems to be like one of those neat little numbers that would just bring a lot of stability. But you're right, 6.79, 6.5, kind of we're at in the average. That seems to be... Um, you know, not a terrible thing because as of we know right now, nothing uh, catastrophic is even remotely taking place as far as volume, sales, prices, and the whole nine yards on the real estate side and how that affects our world and everything like that. So, all right. Anything else? The, the last thing I want to touch on is my other prediction is foreclosures. Oh, the F word. <laughs> yes. Foreclosures. I, foreclosures, I believe, are going to go up. Let's talk what? about foreclosures. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about some foreclosures. Let's talk about some numbers. 2012, 451,000 foreclosures. They peaked out in 2013 yeah. at 708,000 okay. foreclosures. 2023, we're going to have 110,000 Okay. Almost 111,000 foreclosures. So that number is actually pretty good. It is less than 2022. Okay. So let's think about that. The foreclosures are less than 2022. 2022 was at 122,000. Wow. 2021, there was only 38,000 foreclosures. That's because uh, there was forbearance, more forbearance, right? moratoriums, yeah. the whole nine yards. So if rates don't come down, and if people don't have the ability to refinance, and if people don't have the ability to bail themselves out of the credit card debt that they're building up, yeah. then I believe that the 2024 number four foreclosures will go up. Oh, yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I think a lot of our listeners would ask the natural question right now. With values higher than they've ever been, okay, the averages, and people having more equity in cushion than ever before in their homes of ownership right now, we're at the peak, in my opinion, um, no doubt. How in the world could you have foreclosure? How could anyone go into a foreclosure in, in, in this, especially this type of a market, I guess? Lack of knowledge. There you go. Um, I know it. somebody that had $150,000 in um, equity. Yep. And they let the house go to foreclosure because mm. they didn't know any better. They there you didn't go. know you could reach out for help. So so that's 
So, so what I go back to over the years, I've always said, don't always believe what you think. Yeah, right. Right? I can't get help because I'm behind on my mortgage. Right. Okay. And that's a great point because if anybody, listeners, and you know of anybody, seriously, that is nothing to be ashamed of for real. Anyone, I mean, yeah, it's, it just happens. Life happens. And anyone that's behind on their mortgage, the most important thing you can do, number one, is call your mortgage lender, um, servicer, company. Let them know what's going on. Tell them what's happening. The whole nine yards, they have to document it, by the way. And then the next thing, thing to do is call me and Terry. I'm serious. Give us a call. We've navigated through this 20, 30 years of seeing cycles and knowing and, and just life happening. Um, do not wait. And like you said, don't just... Give us a call. We're going to be able to walk through your particular situation. And nine out of ten times, there are solutions and ways that you can avoid um, anything that's going to be bad uh, with foreclosure and all that. No doubt about it. 100%. And, and a lot of people, they'll call their mortgage company, and they get zero help. They get treated yep. very poorly. Reach out to me. Reach out to Darren. Reach out to somebody that you trust that can help you out. Yep. Um, but it is going to, you know, it's going to be very tough for people this year. Uh, yeah. With the credit card debt, I, I believe is is starting to spiral out of control, and we're not going to be in a refinance market right now to where people can go in. We have seen an uptick in the HELOCs, which are being used to pay off credit card debt. Yep. But that's kind of what you know. That's what we take a look at. All right, good stuff. All right, check this out. Here we go. Numbers, numbers real quick. Terry, here we go. Total active homes for sale in Frederick County, 287. We've dipped down below 300 again. Resales, 150. That's it, 150 homes. Okay, that might be the low for the whole next year coming up. We'll see. 59 days on the market. We have ticked on up. People say, why is that? A lot of factors, time of the year. Um, the median price 490. We've come down a little bit. New construction 137. Okay. So that's down about 20 to 30 homes that we normally see. We'll be keeping an eye on that and seeing if that's going to ramp up at all. Uh, the, especially in the spring market, builders getting uh, product back on on the market and more homes and new construction and stuff like that. So single family homes median price 768 for single family brand new home in Frederick County. So coming soon 31. That's up just a tiny bit. Pending under contracts 327, 144 brand new builds. This is what's crazy. Ready? Here we go. There's more brand new homes under okay. construction, under contract, 144 versus the 137 that's sold. That means we have less than one month inventory of brand new builds. Resales, 183, same thing. We have 150 brand news, 183 under contract with a 23 day on market. In the last 30 days, 239 homes, 21 average days in the market with an average uh, price of 551 with townhouses at 398. And keep that number in mind. I'm going to tell you why that's significant here in a minute. Last week, I made a little boo-boo. I, I caught it. I was like, wait a minute. We did not have 4,900 homes year-to-date sold. It's actually, I made a typo. I don't know how I missed that until I started thinking in my head. And I thought, wait a minute. Volumes down like 25% as an average okay. versus 21-22 average, and I thought something's wrong. Went back in. It's actually 3,615 homes have sold in the county year-to-date, 713 new, because if you remember last week, it was over 1,000. I thought, wait a minute. 
that can't be right. There's no way we've not had that. That's like that was like the highest ever for a like two second stint. Actually, new builds this year were at 713 with 2902 resales, with the resales an average time of 20 days in the market and the sold list price of 100% right on the button. So, um, so basically, what we're seeing, I'm going to give you some updates. Here's how we put it in perspectives at the end of this year. In 2019, pre-COVID, on December 31st, we had 875 homes for sale in the whole county. Today, under 300. December 31st of 2020, this is after COVID got cranked up. We get down to the end of 2020. Terry, we're down to 375. We have less now than we did at the end of 2020. At the end of 2021, on December 31st, we had 275. Then, in 2022, on the December 31st, it went up to 379. So, we went up a little bit from 275 to 379. That was that stint that Kenny's going to talk about maybe for a Mm -hmm. minute next week. How from June of 2022 to December 31st of 2022... We saw prices averaging. They came down for six months. We were trickling down a little bit. We had hit the top, and then all of a sudden, bam, 2023, we come back up again. Demand comes back up a little bit. December 31st this year now, right today, we are at 287. So that's been the trend. So we've seen nearly... 3,600-plus homes sell in the county in our area this year. That is an average of 10 homes per day sell in our area. So that's a good way of basically putting in perspective, 10 homes a day sell. This is down by about 22%. This is only volume, not value. So 22%. We're down approximately 20 22%. Much of the slowdown is due to the rates going up from about 5.5% or so to 8 and a quarters. we've seen. Now we're back to that six, seven, nine. So home values since January 1st, Kenny's going to come in and talk a little bit more about this, but we're landing right around an average median of 8.8%. Okay. That's crazy. That is. That's crazy. Say it. That's why I say this year, wild is the word I use. Wild. 8.8. So I've mentioned the two things to consider, though. Now, Terry, this is something everybody needs to check out and reconsider. Price points. Any home in our area under $350,000 could be up a little bit higher, double digits. Yeah. If you're under oh, three, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But homes that are $750,000, and I just sold one that was right at seven fifty, dollars right on that line, I call it. We settled uh, just about a week ago, right before Christmas. Um, those are a little bit less. That's about 5 5.5% maybe, give or take. And uh, that's where those values were up. But, but that's still pretty good. That's crazy. That's the average. Four that's, to five percent is an average. So even the high end market up into the million, over a million dollars in our area has pretty much seen a little bit of a price appreciation. So the question someone would ask is, is there are there any homes in the area that have lost value in 2023? What do you think my answer would be? A minute. Minute, like two homes, like two houses, probably two houses, maybe. Yeah, it's almost none. It really is like, like you said, minute, like none. Here's the second factor, Terry, that people need to look at besides price points is location, location. Say it with me. Location. Location. So that's two, three, and four. Yeah. So location, location, location (laughs) is the big one and three parts. So I've always broken that down in our area. This is so 
this is so important. There's three parts of our county. You got the north part of the county, which is up by Thurmont, Sibylsville, where I live, Emmitsburg, North County. North County, the farther the commute to your job in D.C. or Baltimore, the less desirable it is to live there, and the values aren't going to go up quite as much. So we call that North County in that area where we're at, right? Then you've got Frederick, Frederick City, Frederick, Frederick, and then you got Frederick City. Frederick City downtown is a whole different animal, location, location, location. That could be 10 to 15% higher than just being over here, you know, on the right. east side or west side of Frederick. Then you've got South County, which we would call Urbana, Adamsville, Monrovia, bordering that, Montgomery County and Howard County. And over to like New Market and Mount yep, Airy? New Market running down that area. Okay, so that's the south. The south. So those are the three primary areas we kind of look at as far as the location is a bigger scale than just the county. Because the difference, if you take my house, okay, and you take it from where I live up on the mountaintop, which I love. I've got eight and a half, almost nine acres of land, 3,000 plus square foot home. If you take that, forget about the land. Forget about the nine acres. If you just take my house and you pick it up and you take it from North County and you drop my house into villages of Urbana, how much percentage do you think my house is going to be up more in value? How much more would it be worth? Yeah, and just the percentage of it. 10%, 20 30 How much in value percent you think it's different? I, I Probably in the 5% range. <laughs> what do you think? Or what do you know? No, what I know is about 20 to 25% higher. Really? My house would be 20 to 25% worth more money in villages of Urbana or outside of Urbana area. Where right you could up, fit nine acres. That I could, Yeah, forget the nine acres. It could just be a quarter acre lot. But good God, if it was nine acres, you'd be running down into Boyd's, down towards that area, Poolsville. Mm -hmm. My house in Poolsville would be $400,000 more money. Really? Oh, yeah. 400 grand more. Guaranteed. So this is why this is why I want to make that impact about location, location, location. And then if you're on waterfront, so when we think about our area, what homes could possibly be on waterfront, Terry? Well, you got Lake Ligonor. So I've sold a bunch of houses in Lake Ligonor over there. You got a house over in Coldstream, and um, you got them over there on Fox Chase, I'd say. I've sold them on Fox Chase. That house there is five, five fifty, six hundred on a really good day because they're really close to each other and they all got twenty five percent, you know, grade slopes over there. You put that same house in Lake Ligonor and you go put it over on what is it, Nightingale? You go over on the water. You go over on waterfront. That puppy dog just went up hundred and fifty grand or more. Really? Oh yeah, just because you can see H two O. So this is why it's so important to pay attention to like waterfront. If it's on Carroll Creek or Minocacy River, which by the way, English Muffin Way, I got a good client that lives down there that I helped buy a house right on the Minocacy River off English Muffin Way down there. Yep, there's okay. waterfront right on the river. Same thing. So that can be at least a 10% plus, give or take, on the values and all that stuff like that. So then you get down to busy main highway streets. Uh, those are going to be less than the areas of homes that are just a street or two back. Major factors that we haven't even discussed yet that we haven't in a long time is what's being built around it. What's projection building? What are going to be there? What's there now? Power plants, transformers. How's about the landfill off Reelsville? Reels, Reels, 
Mill Road over there. And then there's other factors, which we're going to leave it off to Kenny McLean because people all the time ask me, how much does this affect my value, having this near me or going to be proposed or whatever? We're going to let him address some of those things like that. So we got two minutes left of the program. Facts, I'm going to get into real quick here. Here you go. 95%, though, this is what's wild about markets. 95% of all markets in the United States have more inventory than we did on January 1st. We are definitely one of them. And when I went over those numbers, here's another cool fact that you need to know as we end up the year. There's 11, there's 1,100 real estate agents in Frederick County. I'm one of them. Terry, the average agent in the area sells and has and buys seven transactions per year. I know this because I was the Frederick County Association of Realtors treasurer for this last year, second time I served, which I love doing. And we're going to see a prediction of about 10 to 15% of all agents leaving the business in this next year, only because volume, the amount of sales will continue to be down. Doesn't matter if values go up a little bit. It's the amount of volume in transactions based on inventory and all that's going to be happening. So my average this year, I'll say it, I've done normally over the past years about 50 homes a year and I'm at 25. So I'm about 50% down from the average, which a lot of people do. So, all right, folks, there you go. Next week, we are going to get in with Kenny McLean talking a lot of numbers and facts. You guys take care. Thank you guys so much for tuning into your Frederick Real Estate Update. Happy 2023 into 2024. We will see you next year. Take care now. It's Meg Goller with Community Title Network. Experience close to home. Community Title Network is the most trusted title and settlement partner for real estate professionals, buyers, and sellers. Our team is comprised of the most skilled and experienced underwriters in our region to ensure your rights are secured as an owner or as a lender. We combine that with our skilled and experienced attorneys, settlement agents, and processing staff who ensure a smooth closing experience. Our Frederick office is conveniently located along Carroll Creek in downtown Frederick. For your next settlement, give Community Title Network a call. We're at 301-304-6620. At Community Title Network, we challenge the norm. Where good is the benchmark for many, we aim for greatness. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301 301- 639-9244-301-639-9244 or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com.